Yo. Yeah, Mark. Hello. How you going, man? Uh, I'm doing all right. You don't really have an accent. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I kind of do it, it. There's some that slip in and out, but I mean, I don't know. Yeah, some of you American guys, I, I have trouble understanding, and I just guess the words. I'm like, I don't know. I think he said that. <laughs> well, no, this oh, is no, I've easy. had a. Uh... I've been online a lot, so I've had to uh, adjust my speech for the benefit of others. Also, uh, I was in the military, so that also um, lightened it up a bit. So you you speak Iraqi? No, no, not quite. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man, like I've noticed like I have to change my words all the time for Americans just just because I couldn't be fucked explaining it or arguing like we say, oh, you go away for a week, it's a holiday where you'd say vacation. Vacation, yeah. So I just say vacation half the time now just to not not have the hassle. Yeah. Well, fortunately with me, you can you can speak as you as you do. Um for the most part, I get I get a lot of get a lot of your words. That's good. Then, uh, yeah, if I don't know something, I'll just ask. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm pretty uh pretty used to being more American now. Look at this. My uh, okay. accent sounds like American, right? I mean, it's still it's still got a bit of the Australian twang, but it 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 is a lot clearer than you know, you know, maybe someone from Western Australia or something. I don't have no twang. You're a fucking twang. <laughs> what the fuck with the twang? <laughs> no, it is a nasal accent. It is. It is. It's fucking terrible. Yeah. No, I can't. It's it's funny because I was actually listening to something um the New Zealand prime minister was saying, and it's just like, man, y'all's accents—they're just so close, but then so far at the same time, it's wild. They're they're, they're quite different. We think. Um. But they're they're a little bit more English, I think, than us. Yeah, I feel like they're they're also they're more nasally, like if that's even a thing. I don't you know, think so. Just, I don't know. I, I don't know. Got... It's it's hard to describe for me because it's just like I'm an I'm an idiot, and I'm just like, oh, it's kind of, but not really. But yeah, yeah. Well, we say we always laugh at them because we say the number six is six, but they say six. It sounds like sex. Mm-hmm. So okay, I think yeah. they've been influenced by their Maori culture a lot. We've probably been influenced by the Aboriginal culture more. And oh, okay, yeah, I just think it's we've diverged, which is good. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah, want to be like a, a New Zealander. Yeah, you got to have your differences. What do you think of the uh, New Zealand Prime Minister? She's pretty full on, isn't she? I mean, that was my first time seeing her, and I was just like, okay, wow. I mean. It's not like I'm Googling, you know, New Zealand and their prime minister and seeing what's up. It's just, you know, it's kind of one of those things where, you know, you think it's a guy and you're just like, oh, wow, it's a woman. And she's, you know, kind of young, attractive. All right, cool. Hope she doesn't right. fuck it up. Woo, woo. She's not attractive. Yeah. She's not attractive. I mean, 
I mean, she's attractive by way by way is she's not an old fat man. Well, I guess if that's your standard mark, but she does have a long horse-like face. I mean, I'm not yeah, a big animal fucker. You know what? I am remembering it a little bit more, and I do remember a lot of teeth with the smile. It's a horsey fucking face, dude. <laughs> but, I mean, that's but, probably why she won. She's a winner. She's a thoroughbred. Yeah, you know, purebred at that, too. You know, I got the got some good genes. I'm just looking at your uh, avatar picture on Twitter, and you got a, a red hat on. Yes, I hate hats, man. It's fucking bothering me. What, what's with the hats? Uh, it was cold that day. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it was cold that day, and my um, my hair is pretty short. So, it, if there's a little bit of a breeze while it's cold, it's just it's sending me up the wall. So, you know, I just put a hat on to keep my head warm. Dude, I'm cold now. And I've then, got a, um, yeah. I just wrapped a rug around me. Oh, you call it a blanket, I suppose. I got in trouble yesterday mm-hmm. for this. I called it a rug, and some American guy said it's a fucking blanket, you idiot. But it's the same thing, really. But yeah, it's um, 70 degrees here, and I'm freezing. What? Yeah, I mean, uh-huh. I mean, 70 degrees is is nice for me, but I mean. I, I think I over eighties, eighties where you want to be, eighty up. But seventy, yeah. I feel cold inside. Anyway, out in the sun is probably okay. I need the sun. Yeah, yeah, that too. But um, I mean, growing up in Florida, like I've I've just lived in mostly hot places. So, you know, you say you saying seventy degrees. Well, I thank you for converting it to American. You know that's that's You're nothing welcome. for me. That that that's I'm still wearing shorts in seventy degrees. Yeah, it's cold. <laughs> I live in Australia, mate. It's fucking ridiculous. I expect exactly. it hot and humid. Yeah. But you'd be the same. Exactly. I always think Florida might be the most like Australia in my mind. Mm. Um. You got beaches. We were we're a very beachy coastal culture. Yeah. You got beaches I, and I, shit. Yeah, we, we do. I mean, it's it's you know, the state with the second longest coastline in uh in America. So there you go. You know. Um, but yeah, I mean we don't have that desert bit in the middle. It's all pretty wet swampland, uh pretty much throughout the state. But um yeah. Do you I can surf? see that. Can you surf and shit? No. Well, I what mean, do you mean? Uh, well, uh there's not a lot of black surfers. Why not? I don't know why not, but there there just really isn't. So it's not like I was just like, ooh, man, I should really look into getting into surfing, but no. You know I mean what? I have snowboarded. I've never really thought about this. Because Americans are far more racially conscious than Australians, I think. But I don't think I've seen many Aboriginal surfers, really. I know a few guys from school who used to surf, but generally it is a sport dominated by white dudes. Yeah. There you go. I mean, it's not like, you know, 
I, I just never really been interested in surfing. Um, well, you, you, you sort of got to grow up on the beach to surf, I think, like, or really close. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I mean, while I didn't grow up far from the beach, it also wasn't that close. Like how far? Like 10 minutes? No, it was maybe 30. Yeah. So, again, yeah, I'm with it's, you. yeah, it's not far, but it's not close. You know, yeah, see, my town yep. is probably 20 minutes from the beach, but my grandparents mm-hmm. lived right on the beach. So I spent every weekend and all yeah. the school vacations there just with mm-hmm. no supervision. So you just pick it up. Oh, okay. Which is... Yeah, I mean, closest I've gotten to surfing is snowboarding. And that was just because I was living in New York. And that was... I mean, what else are you going to do when it snows? Panic. <laughs> it's too I mean, cold, it's, man. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely you, you need more than a rug at that point. Oh no, you shut down. I can't handle it. Yeah. So, so would you say like you you grew up in Florida, right? Mm-hmm. And what area yes. is it like Miami? I I grew up about it's roughly forty-five minutes north of Miami, in uh, in Hollywood. Hollywood. Yes. There's another there's Hollywood. A, there's there are two Hollywoods. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I I now work in logistics, so I'm seeing a lot more towns and stuff as we ship products out. Yeah. And there are just a lot of copycat uh, cities in. America. Like there's a Manchester. We have that too. We have a lot of English city yeah, names. Manchester in yeah. We've got Newcastle oh. and um mm-hmm. but I've I've noticed that in your nation you look and there's a lot of Indian names. Lots and a lot of um English names. But we're the similar. We've we've got Aboriginal names or English mm-hmm. city names. it's it's pretty similar really it's funny i was just it does i was actually just talking about this yesterday with the indian names um at work just because you know all of the 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 native tribes they're just all around and their influence is still around but we just it's just so ingrained into what it is you just don't even think about it as Oh yeah, the first people who lived here, they were definitely here because now I have a city named Immokalee. There's a lake named Okeechobee. You know, these are all there's a Mikasuki territory here. These are all tribes that used to live here. Why well, do you live, never think of that? Well, it's it's not something you think of growing up, and it's not it's definitely not something that's brought that has enough attention brought to it it's just kind of you grow up and it's just oh that's just lake Okeechobee. oh that's just the name of the town oh that's just a casino you know you just don't think about it and then you know you grow up and you actually look into the actual history and not what they're teaching you in schools and you're just like oh man damn that's a lot something australia does better because um Growing up at school, I'm an old guy. I'm like 52, but they still taught you who, what was the name of the tribe in our area. 
which is in our area is the Biripai tribe. And I know the tribe over the river to the south is the Warramai tribe. And that war from time to time. And you know a fair bit about it in some of the words. So I think that's good. It's present in your head. Uh, it's just not like you, how how you were try, taught about the specific tribes and whatnot. We yeah. just get a general, oh, yeah, there are a lot of Native Americans that were here before the English came over. And, you know, here are their names. Here are some people who are important. But, yeah, let's just keep moving. Is that because they're all gone? Like a, do you, you day to day, you don't see many <laughs> Indian people? I mean, for the most part, they're gone. And, you know. Well, that's probably the reason the, then. Yeah, I mean, history is written by the victor. So there are not a lot of Native Americans around. So we're not hearing a lot of Native American stories. There are yeah, a lot right. of white well, people we, around. We, so we've, we've still mm -hmm. got a lot of Native like culture here. I don't know I don't why. Know. Like why they didn't get wiped out. I don't know. Yeah. But um, they're they, here. Uh, Y'all are definitely doing a, a, a better job of preservation, preserving your you know, native population than we are. Uh, we weren't great. Well, let's blame the English. <laughs> the English were bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've um, I've actually, I've heard a lot of stories from Australia just through listening to podcasts. Like what? Give me some. Hit me. So I've listened to the dollop. I found out about the great emu war you guys had. I didn't know about that till I was on Twitter. I learned a lot about how people view Australia from Twitter, which is fascinating to me. But go on, yeah, oh, the well, emu wars that we lost. Yeah, that was that was unfortunate. But um, I just uh, I listened to the dollop, and they go and they've toured Australia several times, and you know they'll have episodes where they'll just do a bit from Australian history. But unfortunately, I just I listen to too much stuff. So I just don't some stuff doesn't, you know, seek hold, you know, some yeah. stuff doesn't take some stuff does stand out. Like, you know, like I remember that the the guy that was popularized in the American like Earth Day commercials, the single Native American with the tear going down his face. Right. That was that was an Italian guy who basically played as an Indian in movies as his living oh really yeah huh. wasn't even a native as wasn't even a native well there you go that's yeah. interesting so, so what was that yeah, the dollop? So, what's the dollop um it's uh two comedians two american comedians just uh one tells the other one a story about american history and uh they they react and riff on it and you know the the person being told the story doesn't know what it what it's about. So uh, good. So yeah, that works. Yeah. So he's basically getting told a story about history, and it's just like wait, and he's just reacting to it. So you know it it, it goes crazy, but you know it, it's I've learned a lot from it. I mean, unfortunately, I can't remember a lot, but <laughs> that's. That's my own fault. Yeah, I remember. I, my memory's patchy, but I, I love history stuff. I listen to Dan Carlin. I've got the the History mm -hmm. Homos podcast. Shout out William and Scott. I've got a mm -hmm. lot of history interests because it's just fascinating. You, you know what? I've heard of the History Homos a number of times. I have not. I have not 
listen to them. No, it's really good. One's an English guy. One's right. a guy from um, uh, what's it called, Boston area. Okay, New England. I guess. Okay. I'm, I'm not very good we'll with go your with places, that. man. It's, it's no, that's no problem. I I kind of just imagine it one big thing, but I get California and I get the New York and I Florida. You're all far enough. I get it. So that's good. Mm-hmm. I'm learning. Yeah, yeah. I mean. I know that uh, you guys, is it five states over on I don't even know. That's a good question. There's Tasmania, Victoria, New South Wales, Queensland, Western Australia, South Australia. That's six. And two two what we call capital territories, which aren't officially states, but they're like a states, which is our ACT, which is your Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. And okay. um, the Northern Territory, which is massive but sparsely populated, which will eventually become a state, I suppose. And that's okay. where all the crocodiles and shit are, like up north and the wetlands. Oh, okay. Because Australia's right, well, massive, man. Australia's just as massive, big, just as big as the USA, but with like twenty-six million people, and we yeah, mainly exactly. spread around the coastal areas. But even then, it's not that populated. Yeah, and I keep forgetting how close to the equator you guys are. So it's just like it's it's closer than I than I remember because like you just look at a globe and you kind of just think of relative positions from there, but then it's not really all that accurate when um you know when I was looking at the uh, the maps that we had on uh, on the boat and whatnot. So yeah. Oh, so you're in the Navy, dude? Yes, I, I was in the Navy for about seven years. What'd you do? They're like, what? What do you do on there? Uh, I was on. I was a. Me, I was a mechanic on submarines. Like like a, is that a I, diesel mechanic? What is no, submarines? No, I was. A, uh, we were nuclear powered. Oh, so, they're big boats. Yeah, I basically. Yeah. Uh, not quite as big as the ones that you're thinking of, but yeah. Dude, that's fascinating. Uh, What's yeah. um I'm, you don't have any sort of claustrophobia feelings whatsoever? No. And I'm almost two meters tall. That's so amazing. That well, I'd fun. freak out. I, I don't like it. I don't like being trapped <laughs> in a plane. I don't like it at all. I want to get out. Oh, uh, I mean, is it definitely sucked. You you know, um, you know, I hit my head a lot. You, you definitely have to, you know, get used to walking around and, you know, pick your spots. Or whatnot. But, you know, I, I made it out pretty well. I, I, I don't have a hump or anything like that. So I think <laughs> I made it out all right. Yeah. Well, that's good. It's good you didn't get blown up by something. Mm-hmm. What's the best uh, Hollywood movie? Is it Hunt for the Red October, Crimson Tide? What do you go the German Das Boot? What do you like as a that submarine? Ac- that, mo- that more accurately represents submarine movies. Did you, you just enjoy just like, it? Yeah. Um, I would say the most accurate representation of a submarine is down periscope. <laughs> really? I mean, it, yes, it's uh, it's 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 a lot of just you know. 
it, it's y'all young dudes, you know, inappropriate humor and conversations and whatnot. That, you know, we're just trying to keep ourselves entertained. You know, it's a it's a shit job. You know, we can't talk to the people we want to talk to, so we might as well keep it entertained. But also, when it's time to work, it's time to work, and we just got to do our shit and get it done. What do you do for entertainment on the boat? Like, how do you compete with each other to <laughs> let off steam? Uh, there's movies. There, you know, we had uh, some video game consoles, so you know, we we played some of those. People play cards, but oh, uh, yeah. fair enough. Yeah, how old are you? Movies. Man? I'm 32. Oh, you're a kid. Yeah, I joined uh, the Navy straight out of high school, basically, and. Uh, See, I I grew up when people didn't really play video games, so I've never really played video games. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, yeah, that is that generation. We played outside and just wandered about, and we'd play street cricket or street football, or ride your bike through the bush, go fishing, you know, all that sort of shit. And you'd well, come in I'm, at dark. I'm I'm in the the tween period of that because, you know, as growing up, you know, I played. You know, I was also outside, you know, playing the street football or American football. I did play some organized football, uh, you know, soccer, as the Americans call it. But, you know, you didn't get really too deep into that. But, yeah, I also played outside, came in at dark. Sometimes I got permission to stay out after dark and we would play hide and seek. But, you know, since we couldn't. Since we, you know, we were almost teenagers and whatnot, we couldn't call it that, so we called it manhunt. Um, yeah, we we yeah, call that mur- was... we call that murder in the dark. <laughs> nice. If you catch them, they're murdered. Yeah, it was it was some something quite similar. You know, if we caught you, you know, that was that was basically it. And you know, thinking back on it, it was a wild time too because we were like going through our neighborhood backyards and whatnot at yeah, night too. and you know just nobody and, was really thinking and anything you'd say you, you'd run across friends like say a group of guys that are a bit older at school they'd be pegging like throwing like lemons and you'd be getting hit in the back and you're jumping fences to get away mm-hmm. that seems a little rough yeah when you look- i mean yeah um well, for, fortunately, my neighborhood wasn't that rough, but yeah, that is that is a bit harsh. But no. well, it wasn't a rough neighborhood. It's just how Australia is. It's just was tougher back oh, then. Well, I just mean we just didn't throw rock, rock uh, lemons at each other. That was really it. That's just childhood shenanigans. Yeah. Well, I mean, we we didn't have lemons in abundance like that. Um, uh, uh, well, you're not. Yeah, tropical. That, that's oh, just tropical. really it. But um, do you think like the young kids now, like that are generation below you, do you think they're pussies? Um, it's tough to say that. I would uh, if they have like maybe like an older sibling or something, you know, there there might be some hope for them. But yeah, kinda. Because they seem Just, to me. Like too indoorsy now, kids. Yeah, exactly. That they don't they don't go outside and, and do stuff. It's just like, you know, I like being inside. I like doing nothing. But you know, I'll also be outside and do stuff outside. So it's just 
like I said, I was just in that in-between period just because, you know, I was still outside and whatnot. But then we would also go inside and I played Halo 2 co-op with a dude. You know, we would just go over there every weekend and we put in, you know, four or five hours just playing Halo, going through the dude, story. You fucking and then, Yeah, I know. But then, you know, night would hit, you know, the, the neighborhood kids would be out and then we're outside playing and whatnot. So uh, it's just, you know. That's good. Yeah, I don't know. Like, obviously, I'm a fossil and I remember the first kid, the fat kid at school who used to love talk about computer games and we just bag him out. Look at this fat fuck. What a fucking nerd. You know, and, yeah. and I can't escape that thinking, man. I'm I'm just like too programmed. Same as being inside no. in the day. I feel guilty. I feel I should be outside doing something, you know. Like today I got a sick mm-hmm. kid, he's off school, so I've got nothing to do. And it does my head in. Yeah, I I also struggle when I have like a day off, like, you know, Friday, Saturday. Okay. Yeah, it is whatever. But if I have like, you know, a Tuesday or a Thursday off because of whatever holiday, it's just like, what do I do? You know, well, I feel like I should be doing something. And it's just like, I'm you get not, better at it because I, I retired like a year ago. And, okay, nice. and I'm only 52. So I struggled really badly with it. I thought it'd be great and I was bored Mm -hmm. and I was aimless. And then I just Mm -hmm. learned to, I do a lot of shit for other people like neighbors and friends and like physical shit that I like to do just to, yeah, for the exercise. Just to keep moving. Yeah. I just need it. I need to feel like I've done something. I need to feel useful. I don't know. Exactly. I'm at the point where I think maybe I should just go to work. (laughs) <laughs> I get paid well, for I shit mean, again. I mean, yeah, you get paid for it, but then you know you also got to deal with dummies and have a boss. Well, yeah, I, don't, I think that'd be nice though because uh, eh, I, yeah, I owned my own business for twenty-seven bad. years, so I was I was the boss. Oh, nice! And what, was what business were you in? I had a temp in bowling alley. Oh wow, that's what's that's nice. It's not nice though, because it's seven days a week. You know, I worked every public holiday. I worked nights. Mm-hmm. You know, Ooh. always on call. No sick days. Very little vacation time. Constantly thinking about it. You know, and just not present enough for the family. I suppose. I mean, so that it, is one of the drawbacks like of owning your own But business. it's not as fun as what people think to work there all the time. Yeah, I mean, like I. I kind of, I see that kind of like it with my boss now. Well, because uh, for a while, um, I, I work, I, I work in a candle warehouse. It's a small candle company. Um, so when the warehouse manager quit, um, I kind of found my way in charge. So I was working closer with the owner and it's just, talking with him and and seeing you know what he wanted and whatnot i mean also he also has back issues too so it's just like yeah i see where the stress of the thing is is you know really gets to you as as the owner especially as you age because i ran it so lean and mean to make more money Mm -hmm. for myself Mm -hmm. but 
the trouble is I didn't have many spare people, so I couldn't get sick or I couldn't, if you're injured, you go to work. I'd work with pneumonia. I work with like, you get knocked unconscious at work and you got to work the next day. It's just how it is. Yeah. So, so I don't know, like at, at some point when I started thinking, well, what happens if I, like I needed a knee operation. I just waited till I sold the business. You know, you just wait. But yeah, the, the older you get, the more shit's going to go wrong. Mm-hmm. You don't want to overdo yeah, it. It's, yeah, and you know, it's, it's wild because like, like I said, you know, it's a small candle company. So, you know, you know, not only are, you know, is he trying to maintain, he also kind of wants to grow the business as well. So he has to go to trade shows and whatnot. And, you know, uh, you already got, got a bad back, you know, you got to go to a trade show and whatnot. And it's just like, uh, you yeah, know, I'd hate that shit. That and the it, travel and all that, but you know, yeah, traveling sucks, dick. Yeah, it, yeah, it definitely sucks for me because, like I said, almost two meters tall. So I'm, my knees are in the seat in front of me. So, you know, fortunately, I've been lucky, and the person in front of me hasn't, you know, reclined their seat or anything. But like, it's it's tough. I just hate packing. You got to pack all your shit, take it somewhere else. Then you got to mm-hmm. worry that you're not going to lose your shit. Then you got to repack it and go somewhere else. It's too mm-hmm. much, mate. Well, now I just travel with a with a carry on bag, um, because like I don't, I mean I'm not really going anywhere to do anything. So like all I need is a a few changes of clothes and I'll be all right. Yeah, well you you, know, you you speak like a man who doesn't own a wife. You're correct. I don't I don't own a wife. You never had a wife. So. I've never had a wife. I've had a few girlfriends. Uh, one that got real serious, but uh, never had a wife. Yeah, because that changes everything. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> are you gonna get married and shit? Or are you gonna stay single? I mean, I, uh, I'm not saying no. You know, I just gotta, you know, find someone who I vibe with. Yeah, I don't so, know. You know. know. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, I like I I found someone who I vibe with, but you know, it's just you know, there's just some circumstances that are just around things. But you know, I mean, it it's not like I have high standards or anything. I feel like my standards are quite low to moderate. So you know, it's just yeah, like no murderers. Look, I mean. I don't even think I'm saying no murders. Fuck. You know, as long as you know, as long as you hadn't, you need, you know, you're not out here murdering your husband or your boyfriends. I'm like, all right. Um, I mean, well, that seems okay. I mean, crime of passion. We all lose that temper. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But you know, if if you know, I find out that you know you're a serial killer, and you know some of these overnight trips you said you've been going was you know just to go ahead and scratch the itch, you know, I'd be like, all right, yeah, it's probably better you didn't tell me because you know that is wild. But I mean, if you're cool, you're cool. You you got to have a loyal woman though. You can't have a woman who yeah. cheat. I can't wrap my head around that. You see it online, they go, oh. 
she cheated, but I wasn't giving enough attention or whatever. You're like, no, it's over. It's unacceptable. Yeah, I, uh, cheating, cheating is a, is a real rough one. Like, you, it's just like, all right. I mean, you know, you we could have just split, and you could have did whatever you wanted to, but you just went and betrayed my trust for what? You know, it's it's that, it's that's a, a bit it's of a, a deal breaker. One. What about a woman with short hair? Could you go with a woman with short hair? Uh I mean it, it depends how short. Like, like I mean I can't I can't do the, the dude haircuts. It What about I mean, a muscly chick? No um muscly chick, I mean again, I don't know. Like See, to I, me, I'm not I, a guy I a who feminine woman. It's got to be a feminine woman, and all these things are big oh. red flags for me. No, I mean they are big red flags, but I'm, I'm unfortunately or fortunately, I'm just I'm not a guy who says no to many things. So you know, I'm just like uh, you know, I mean, I'm not gonna knock it until I try it. So right. you know, I, I say I no to up... everything. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I'm not saying that it's a good thing. I've definitely. I've I've had done some things where it's just like I really wish I hadn't done that, but it's just like eh, yeah, right, I'll well, say no, and then I regret like... saying no later when I think about it. But I don't like to rush into uh, it. I'm like, now fuck that, no. no. I'll say yes, and then while I'm doing it, I'll be like, man, I wish I said no. Oh, that's me drunk. <laughs> <laughs> can the can the woman you so... want to meet smoke? Uh, what are we smoking? Whatever. Uh, like cigarettes, cigarettes. That's gonna be that's gonna be that's gonna be a tough one for me. What about a vape? Just again, all right, vape. I might have to just take on a, a a per case basis and see how it how it does how it works for me. Uh, I mean, if she smokes marijuana, cool. You know, that's one more thing we'll have in common, and and we'll just go from there. Dude, but, does yeah, every black guy in America smoke marijuana? Not every black guy in America. I've definitely met some that don't. But also, when you know you've got two bad knees and a bad back, courtesy of Uncle Sam, and you don't like painkillers, cannabis helps. Me personally, yeah, I got a lot of neck issues from a car accident, and I just tend to be grumpy because <laughs> Americans fucking love drugs, man. Like. Prescription drugs, gummies, pot, cocaine. It's blown me away. I mean, well, I mean, I would say uh, marijuana, mushrooms, and LSD are are, are my vices of choice. Also alcohol, I guess, too. Um, But, yeah, it's definitely a drug, drug nation out here. They definitely people who push, you know, you got people who push drugs, you know, both legal and illegal drugs, just, you know, through commercials and, you know, music and all that. But I don't know. I've never really been interested in trying more than I've tried. You know, I tried weed. I liked it. Cool. You know, tried cocaine once. Didn't, didn't do it for me. I'm, I'm not doing meth. I'm not doing heroin. I and think meth was great. Meth was great. I mean, maybe when you were doing it, but 
when I came around, you know, you I'd see these stories, you know, meth people, you know, they're losing their teeth, kind of looking like zombies and whatnot. I'm just oh, like, if you Yo, get I don't addicted, want any yeah, part of that. I mean, addiction's a problem, yeah. but if you're just a, a recreational yeah. dabbler, I think it's okay. Well, I mean, again, it's not something I've tried. It's it's something I stay away from. So it's just, and also I've I've known a meth addict. I I actually lost the love of my life to meth. So oh really? Well, oh, then... to my life of my life at that point. So yeah. Um. So yeah, meth meth is kind of uh, it's it's definitely a, a hard no for me on that one. Um, just the same with heroin, and that's just mainly because I don't want to be injecting things, even though I know you can snort and smoke heroin. Yeah, that's um, a bridge too far. Yeah. So, and then I just, I don't know, just I got a hankering one time to try mushrooms. And then, you know, people were just like, oh, well, if you try mushrooms, have you tried, you know, acid? And I was like, all right, I tried it too. And I was like, yo, both are great for me. And I was like, all right, cool, we'll do this. A really close group of friends of mine were taking what they call trips. Is that LSD when you take a trip? Yeah, I think anyway, so. Anyway, I said, oh, how was it? Because I was away that weekend. And they said, mm-hmm. oh, we were so scared. We, I was hiding under the bed. I saw these spiders coming at me. And I'm like, they're like, do you want to try it? I'm like, no. That sounds know. terrible. <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds awful. Yeah, exactly. But no, I mean, I've I've definitely tried tried things and it fortunately i haven't had a bad trip there was Uh, one time there was one time where someone pissed me off um while i was on lsd and i feel like lsd is just kind of really an emotion enhancer well or at least for me it is because like i i mean i've been angry before but i have never i haven't been that like I guess I've just never felt that angry before. Like it was just different. Anger's the only emotion I really feel. Yeah, I know, but this this I'm quite familiar with anger, but this was just like this was on a different level. And I was just like, huh, okay. That that was like Yeah, it was just wild. Oh, I think I'm going to skip that. It's not for me. <laughs> so I was thinking, like, I think you're probably the first African-American guy I've ever had a conversation with. Uh, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if I was the first for a lot of people. <laughs> but Well, um, well no, we don't cool. have well, – like, I have – I know African people who live in Australia and they're my neighbors and mm-hmm. friends and that. But African American, yeah. American, like never. Yeah, like you probably have. There's probably a couple Americans out there, but not. Yeah, not really. No, but, I don't really know any Americans. Oh, really? Yeah, just oh, from well, just from online, but no. <clears throat> um. Well, uh, I I do have to disappoint you because I don't consider myself African American. What do you consider yourself? Um, Jamaican American, because I can trace my family history for at least three generations to Jamaica. But wouldn't they have come so, from Africa to Jamaica? They would have, but I feel like if you went and you've had three sets of offspring there, that's that's you. You know Yeah, of course. I, I do get that, you know, you know, 
ultimately, yes, I did come from Africa, but more of my immediate family lineage can be traced to Jamaica more than it can be to Africa. So I'm just going to go with the closest thing to me rather than the original. Does that mean you have some appreciation of cricket? I have watched a couple of cricket matches. I because the we, we're currently playing the West Indies, it. which is like all but, that area, the Caribbean, in cricket right now in Australia. Really? Yeah, they're in Perth. Really? Five okay. day game. Okay. Yeah, that oh, that's what I found out about cricket. They play games all over over like a week, and I'm just like, wow. It's like a big um, ass game of chess. Most Americans can't understand it and they just knock it, which is fine, you know. But um it's a pretty fucking amazing sport. Oh, I'm I'll tell you straight up. I've watched a game, I found it fascinating. I had no idea what was going on. I think you kind of gotta learn by playing it. You know, it's just okay. like, I struggle with your American football too, you know. I'm like, why are they doing that? And there's no, I can't ask my wife to explain it. She doesn't know anything. So who do I, you know, and I'm just so dumb about it that it's just too basic to, to work out. Plus I don't like the dancing when they scored touchdowns. I'm like, stop fucking dancing. Oh, I I don't like it. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of hit or miss with it. You know, sometimes I'm just like, all right, yeah, you know, I get it. You know, you just, you really did something and, you know, you celebrate what you did, but then it's something that's just like, all right, bro, what are we doing, man? Let's come on. Let's keep this moving. We got in, in Australian football, when you score a try, we call it a touchdown, a try. Everyone just, mm-hmm. the team is so happy. They all bomb together and sort of congratulate each other and hug each other or whatever. And that's it. Yeah, and that makes sense to yeah. me. But like to to do a solo little dance, you're making it about yourself, not the team. It annoys me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I can see if it's one thing where it's just like you know, the play falls apart. You know, maybe there's a a fumble or something, and you actually do something, and it's mostly individual. You're just like, yeah, I did that, but yeah. you know. If we're playing your standard, you know, pass catch or, you know, we're running the football, it's just like, all right, you know, you had five dudes in front of you making sure you could do what you just did. All you had to do was, you know, find the hole and just run as fast as you can and hope you didn't get tackled. Well, there's skill in that. I mean, there is skill in that. You know, you still might have to, you know, do a do a juke move and whatnot, you know, to to avoid somebody. But basically, you know, you're running as fast as you can. And I mean, this is just me boiling it down to the basics. I'm not saying it's not spectacular. I'm not saying it's not awesome because it is both those things. But I mean, there are people there who made a hole for you, and it's your job to get through that hole as fast as you can. And you did that. But right. without them, you ain't doing shit. But that that's I agree. And I think that's why I like Australian football because they celebrate as a team because that you need the team. It's a it's a team fucking sport. It's not an individual sport. Yeah, I mean and even when I'm just watching, you know, just I football, the, the international football, not American football. Soccer. But like, you know, 
so yeah soccer uh you know someone scores and you know there are at least six dudes coming around and hugging them because it's just like without those dudes that guy wouldn't have been in that position to score because yeah that's true you know somebody pulled the defender you know someone might have had to someone had to give them the cross someone had to pass them the ball so they could score someone had to do something you know to to get somebody out of position for them to score it's not just all right you know i just took the ball from point a and went and scored you know there are some guys who can do that and it's amazing when they do it but for the most part it's just the team thing man a lot of americans hate soccer they fucking hate it uh well i mean i played it so you know i i i have genuine interest in it you know i was i so i, I like it yeah, you know, I'm, I'm sort of in between. I, I'm not passionate about soccer at all. I can watch a high-quality game and enjoy it, but generally I choose not to. I, I prefer more contact. Oh. But, you know, like the World Cup's oh, on see, now, and I don't watch funny, any. I couldn't give a shit who wins the World Cup. Yeah. Whatever well, see, the World Cup's on now, and then as soon as we're done with this, I'm going to put on a replay of one of the games today. Uh, fortunately, I can put it at two times speed, so it goes a little bit quicker. But you know, even during the regular season, I wake up. I wake, unfortunately, because of the military, I just wake up early, and by the time I wake up, there's some English Premier League soccer on. So it's just like boom. I'm yeah, I like watching that better. It's just, know. I don't know why it's it's a better better form of it to me. Yeah, Probably because of the crowds. Yeah. It, the crowds and then you know i finally i picked a team and i was just like all right i'm gonna root for you guys and you know it's just you know it, it definitely sucks because you know you you wake up because well me i wake up and i'm just like all right come on guys let's go and then we lose and it's just like ah now my day's shit but <laughs> it's cool yeah it's like me if, if my rugby league team loses it fucking hurts man mm-hmm I get yeah, too passionate. Yeah, I, yeah. I think I got to give it up. Like it's too much. I, I mean, I'm not. I'm not there where it's just. Or I'm just. I, I get real bummed. I'm just like, ah, man, that really sucks. You know, it was. You know, because even with the American football, there's a local team here, the Miami Dolphins, and I mean, they're legitimate people who their mood is tied to the the the, the football team, and it's just, you know. Now I feel like, you know, it kind of feels like, you know, Dolphins fans are in much better spirits because the team as a whole is doing better. But Ah, so you're a Miami Dolphin guy. I I forgot about them. I thought you'd be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I've completely forgot about the Dolphins. No. Yeah, it's it's been the Dolphins. I've been a a Dolphins fan since it was called Joe Robbie Stadium. Right. And only people who really know football will remember when that was. That's definitely not me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, I mean, I basically grew up 10 miles away from the stadium. And then I found out that they they practiced, their practice squad was also maybe about 10 miles away from me. So, like, I lived in between where they practiced and where they played. So, it was just so you, like, you got to go to a lot of games. No, I didn't. I got to watch a lot of games. 
But um, I, I went to maybe two or three games just because, you know, the tickets are still, you know, relatively expensive, especially because, like, I, I had a single mother. So, you know, it was that. And then it was also just readily available on uh, the local television just because they were the hometown team. So the their game was always on. Yeah, right. So I didn't have to go far to see it. Yeah, we didn't get it. We, we I did go to a couple basketball games. Oh, dude, I can't. I can't with the basketball. <laughs> the fucking squeaky um, shoes, squeak, squeak, squeak. I hate the squeaky shoes. Oh, the squeak is definitely more present when you go to it live. Yeah, it was, uh, and it's also. I, I just never grew up with basketball, and I've tried watching it, and yeah. I'm like, I just, I just don't enjoy it. I don't mm-hmm. know why. Uh, yeah, I, I can get that. The first time we went to a basketball game, man, my mom brought me because, you know, she got the tickets through through um someone she knew at the job, her job. And then she was just like, Mark, where are the announcers? Because, you know, <laughs> when we watch on TV, there's the color commentary, you know, people describe yeah. where they're going. I was just like, yeah, they don't have that. We, we just watch the game and we're seeing what's happening. You That's know? funny. Well, I took my wife to a first big football game in Australia this year and she'd never been to one. And she said, I don't like know it. what's going on and who's who. And I, I was annoyed because I kept having to explain it during the game. I'm like, yeah, that guy, <laughs> you know. and I'm like, fuck, what a mistake that yeah, was. He's like, that's our best guy. Yeah. 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 I mean, uh, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, before I'll bring my woman to a game or whatnot, I'm going to at least make sure, you know, we watch a couple at home and, and see what's up because like, I'm, I, I'm trying to enjoy the game myself. You know, I want to see what's going on. I don't want to have to explain things. You know? My wife gets into the game. She enjoys football mm-hmm. and she gets right into it, but mm-hmm. obviously not that, not to that level. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just, well, as long as long as we can we can tell what's going on, and I don't have to explain like the basics, then you know we're good to go. And you're a big um, Formula One guy on Twitter. You like the Formula One? Yeah, I do. I assume um, everyone who watches I'm Formula a, One I'm has a Formula One. <laughs> this is so <laughs> technical now. Like I haven't watched since Schumacher mean, left the sport. Yeah, I haven't uh I haven't been tested, but uh who knows? <laughs> Is it true they don't have pit stops anymore for safety? No, no, they definitely still have pit stops. There oh. there's a mandatory tire rule where they have to use two different compounds of tires. Do they do they still refuel? No, they took out refueling. Uh see that's it. A- I mean it's, safety ruins everything. It's unfortunate, but at the same time, yeah, safety. Well, I mean, when you have multiple cars ripping off the fuel lines and catching fire, you pr- people go, all right, maybe we shouldn't let y'all do this. Why not? They choose it? Because I know th- the, the, no, the, I think the, the sport and the teams, they just basically said, okay, we're just voting against this, which it's crazy to me because other sports, like I've, I've, I have a friend who's getting me into NASCAR and I watch NASCAR and they refuel. Yeah. So I don't know. 
you know, and then you have endurance racing and they, well, they have to refuel, but they also refuel. So it's just like, all right, it can be done. And that's a choice. I don't understand. Yeah. You call yourselves the pinnacle of motorsport, you know. But that was interesting part of it is is to do that quickly and to calculate the fuel and the weight and how it affects your lap times. It just made it more interesting. So they just take away a facet. Yeah. Yeah, it it definitely has. It it definitely has gotten more boring because it's just like, like I said, you know, you have to, you have to use two different sets of compounds. And before, I think this is a two-year-old rule now. Before, you used to have to use the tires that you used. Um, if you made the top ten, you had to use the tires that you set your fastest lap in the second round of qualifying it so you know you brought tire strategy into it because you know you would want to use the softs because they're the fastest tire but they're also the least durable yeah that's really what you want to do what you really want to do is qualify on the mediums so you can start on the mediums and you have an option to you know go to the hards for some longevity or go to the softs and get some quickness back. And I suppose so, but that, that would encourage a bit more overtaking as well, where you're not starting where you're probably going to finish. Exactly. Some, that yeah. definitely brings in its strategy more. You know, some teams are, are forced to do a two-stop versus a one-stop, and, and, you know, you bring that onto that. But now pretty much everybody starts on the same tire and, you know – now you really see the differences in the cars between the cars and the drivers, which some could argue is a good thing, but then I'm just like, you know, all right, well, you're just going to use the sauce in qualifying. You're never going to use the sauce again because they're not that great of a race tire. You're just going to go ahead for longevity. So realistically, this race isn't all that interesting. But then, you know, there's been, there's been changes to the regulations. So now they can, follow each other a little bit more closely without overheating or losing downforce and grip. So it's produced a lot closer races. So it's kind of one of those things where it's still, you know, mostly people on the same tires just stopping once and hoping there's not like a safety car to fuck their strategy up. But then at the same time, they're following closer. So it feels like it's spicier. Yeah, I'll try it. It better be good. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's definitely hit or miss. Unfortunately, the season's over now, so we have to wait until uh till March. I got nothing but time, Mark. Nothing but time. Yeah, and it's also it's also a shame that they uh they took Australia off the the opening round of the the Is season because it used to be in Melbourne. Yeah, yep. Yeah, it used to be in Melbourne, but then uh COVID hit and y'all guys locked it down. Well and uh yeah. That's not our guys, as I have to correct Americans. Victoria is different. <laughs> it's a different state, you know. In New South Wales we weren't as strict. Yeah. Yeah, it's like oh, your Florida okay. Florida wasn't very strict, were they? They didn't really lock down hard or anything. Oh, not at all. Not not really. So 
you know, it's a state-by-state yeah. state thing. People say some wild shit about mm-hmm. Australia, dude, and you're like, well, all right, you, you know then. You don't live here. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Tell me, well, Mark. I, I just know definitely what's up. What's the best fast food? Tell you about Australia? No. <laughs> what's the best fast food in your area? <laughs> what's the best takeout? Um, see, now here's the thing. You said fast food and takeout, and that means two different things to me. Oh, it's the same to me. If I, if I go, yeah, okay. Well, I mean, like if I'm going fast food, I would have to go, you know, I'm thinking McDonald's, Wendy's, Burger King, Taco Bell, those type of things. So I would definitely have to go Wendy's just because I don't, they've just been more quality with me. Uh, takeout to me means that, you know, it's a restaurant. They also, but you can also sit down and eat in it. Not like a, a, you know, yeah, you can sit down and eat at a McDonald's, but like you'll have a waiter at this type of place. Ah, well, takeout means you're Um, taking it out of the restaurant. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm still taking it out of the restaurant, but for all this. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So like Thai food or something. Yeah, exactly. I'm with you. Um, so. So for that, I mean, I don't, I don't really have one because uh, fortunately I'm in a good area and uh, there are plenty of places to get a good, good meal around here. So, um, oh, you know what? I think I'm actually going to go to um, a sports bar that's near my barber shop and get some jerk chicken pasta. I love their jerk chicken pasta. Dude, what the fuck is jerk chicken? Okay, well. <laughs> Sounds like a chicken that's an uh, asshole. <laughs> no, to, to I mean jerk. It's it's a it's a way of seasoning um a meat that's I don't know if it was popularized by the Caribbean islands. I you know at being a Jamaican, that's where I was introduced from it from just the our, our cooking and whatnot. But it's just um spices and and well it it depends because you know there's a wet jerk and a dry jerk what the um, fuck dude why is it got to be all sexual yeah. <laughs> it's not i mean in this well you don't you don't not, say jerking but... off in america is a masturbation no we do we do and but, you're jerking off um, chickens wet and I dry mean... it's crazy <laughs> well <clears throat> You know, sometimes you just use spices. Sometimes it's a marinade. So that's just the, uh, the difference. And you need to change that terminology. That's creepy. I mean, it, it, yeah. But then it's also just, you know, multiple, multiple languages and dialects clashing with one another because, you know, well, you know what? They probably call it jerking off in Jamaica too. But yeah. then again, I mean, I, I wasn't raised there. I was raised in America. But then, you know, Jamaica's still, you know, a little bit of an English influence, you know. Thank goodness. So maybe they call it something different. <laughs> yeah. Thank goodness I, I, you have I've cricket. Never, <laughs> yeah, cricket cricket and football. So. Yeah. yeah. But, Is it true? Yeah, that, maybe, they, like, maybe they call it something else. I don't know. Is it true that all black guys like chicks with big fat asses? I I mean I do. I can't say all of them do, but I can't you do a study? I, I only talk for me. I mean, go door to door and shit. I've no, 
I, I probably could, but I know me and the guys that I've hung up with and grown up with, we've, we've all liked a, a nice quality ass. Yeah, that's you crazy. You're like a skinny chick, a heroin junkie looking chick. Oh, I mean, the ass, for me, the ass doesn't have to be huge or, or, or nothing like that, but I'm just, the I'm bubble just shape? For something solid. Uh, ah. Yeah, good shape. No. Dude, I'm going to have post-traumatic stress. A good shape, something something that I can, you know, get a little bit of a grip on. Uh, that, that's uh, that's great for me. Yeah, that's crazy. If we saw a chick growing up, if we saw a chick with a big ass, me and my friends would joke and be like, oh, you could stand your drink on it as she walks around, you know, and it was very negative. I mean, we would have that same... My my friends and I would have that same thing, but that would be a positive, not a negative. Yeah, that's crazy. Maybe it's just cultural. Sexuality, maybe it is cultural. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I mean, just growing up, you know, just the women are thicker women just because they've mostly had to to walk and whatnot. So they've used their legs. So, you know, the muscles and whatnot develop. And, and whatnot so it's just you know you just have a, a more developed leg and then that's just what you get used to and you're just like yeah i like seeing that and maybe i'm not saying that you know there aren't any skinny women that aren't that that don't catch my fancy but you know well when if, i grew up if you got a nice most woman, women were skinny I mean, nearly every woman was skinny and and a fat woman stood out as a freak and was negative, so it's so rare. And now that's more mainstream, so it's probably just a generational thing. You crazy kids. Definitely might be. Yeah, because you know, um, one of one of the one of the shows that I listen to more often, you know, they're children of the eighties, and you know, they remember, you know, like the eighties banana tits and like no butts. Yeah, and I'm just like, what? That's no, so, but the glory is. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, I'd I'd be a fish out of water in there. My, I got a 22 year old son, and he shits on me all the time. He's like, Dad, you're a fucking idiot. You know, he's like you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but then, but that that's you know just different things that we value. You know, it's just you know you like like you said you like a skinny chick. You know. And I prefer a bit of a thicker chick. It is what it is. You know, I'm definitely, I'm not going to be like, ew, she's skinny. No, she's great. Yeah, but it's, you know, it's I've been funny with skinny women a, as well. It's funny to be a jerk about it. Yeah, it, it definitely is, you know. But, I mean, I, what do you think of, I genuinely um, don't care about a lot. Yeah, fair. What do you think of the white guys who try and act all black? Like, we call them Uyghurs. Like, like, yeah. Do you look down on those guys? Uh, depends. On what? Like, I mean, if, like, if you're a guy who grew up in it, then you know I can definitely. Then it seems more natural. Pass. Yeah, yeah, it's like you're not really 
you know, you're just acting of your environment. You're not really acting black. But if, you know, you're going out here, you know, you're you're trying to do this. It's just like, all right, man, get get out of my face. Yes, that being inauthentic is bad to me. You should just be who you are. You know, if. Yeah. And, you know, that's that's caught me out a couple of times just because, you know, people people try to to challenge my blackness all the time and just like yo man just because i have varied interests doesn't mean i stray away from my core what does that mean challenge your blackness like i don't understand Uh, i mean someone tried to say that i was one of the whitest guy white whitest black guys they on twitter and i was just like hold on now (laughs) (laughs) you know that's funny i you you know okay yes i listen to metal yes i watch atypical sports you know but let's let's not get it twisted you know you 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 can still hear how i talk you know it it is typical of a black person yes i i do stop and i you know i make sure i enunciate just because my mom had a job at a university, a Catholic university. So, you know, I couldn't go around being quote unquote ghetto around Catholic priests and nuns and whatnot. You know, then they looking at, then they'll be looking at my mom like, oh my goodness, she's not a good parent. When I, can, I can't have that. So, you know, I, yes, I tend to speak more proper than some of my counterparts, but don't get it twisted, man. I will still slap the shit out of somebody. Like I will still cuss you out where you stand. Like I've got no problem with that. Don't yeah. don't don't try me. And well, Twitter's Twitter's a very troll based thing. You know, people shit on each other all the time. Yeah. People attack me all the time over my country. I, I never care. It, it's funny. Like why uh, do you think that's going to hurt? The me? funny the thing that. The thing that uh, makes me giggle the most about Australia is the um, the Australia isn't real theory. Yeah, I think it's funny. Yeah, yeah, because I've definitely become in contact with a lot of um, Australians uh, online through video games. I've definitely seen, you know, products of Australia, whether it be through movies or music and whatnot. So it's just like, there's something there. You know, I've definitely learned about it. I definitely learned that there was a prison colony. I definitely learned that, you know, there are people who out there who went to explore the outback. They got severely crossed up, lost. Yeah. You know, they did terrible things to the Aboriginal people. True. Trying to survive, you know. Yeah, so, yeah but I, I tend to agree. I just go, you know, yeah, we're not real. Or, or whatever man. it doesn't matter <laughs> yeah. what what some asshole across the world thinks why would i care about that yeah exactly well they think they got you they're like, exactly. oh well you lost the emu war and you're like oh no i lay awake at night i didn't even fucking know about <laughs> yeah. it <laughs> yeah emus are going around they're running things now <laughs> it's just like <laughs> they're dumb as yeah, fuck was... too emus you ever met an emu they're dumb no, I haven't. Uh, I haven't even gotten close to like an ostrich or anything like that. I haven't fucked with any type of large bird. Yeah, well, 
I don't know what ostriches are like. I wonder if they're the same. It's pretty weird. They develop so uh, separately and so similar. Yeah, that is. But, you know, it would be. Well, you know what? I feel like if they were the same thing, it would have been discovered by now. But it would be funny if they were just the same thing, but just called a different name. Yeah. So Twitter, you like you like Twitter, you hate Twitter, love hate. Uh, I hate being serious on Twitter. Yeah, well, it's it's a it's a time waste, isn't it? Yeah. It's just to be silly. Yeah, it, yeah, it, 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 I, I, every time I've been serious on Twitter, I've been miserable, and then I go, oh yeah, this is why we don't do this. Yeah, you know, this is why. I follow comedians. This is why, you know, I talk to people who I can talk shit with. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's just talking shit. You know, I'm, and when, when people spaz out, I genuinely are shocked that they take it to heart. Cause it's just, yeah. I, I don't understand it. And people get so upset sometimes. You're like, Holy shit. What's going on in their life? Oh man. The, <sighs> The thing that's the, the funniest to me, uh, like to this day. So Betty White died. Okay. Yeah. Yes. That's a tragedy and whatnot. That's not but a tragedy. People, I mean, I don't think it's, it's a tragedy. An old lady. They because, die. Exactly. To me, if you're over the age of 60, you know, you, you probably had a solid life. You know, you made it. Exactly. You know? there's really nothing more for you to do but die so exactly. like i mean what am i to, what am i going to be sad for you know you made it congratulations yeah, my mom you know exactly you know when my mom dies i'd be like oh man that was my mom but at the same time she made it good yeah. for her you know? but that's a personal grief um, you know like yeah, anyway exactly. so what happened with the you know, Benny White yeah, situation okay. um well, someone asked how Betty White died, and one of the comedians I followed, it said, you know, uh, uh, choke jerking, or basically, you know, autoerotic asphyxiation, and, <laughs> you know, exactly. That should be the reaction to it, just a giggle, because we exactly. all know Betty White. He's been silly. 90 year, yeah, 100-year-old Betty White ain't sitting there, you know, tying a rope around her neck and and, and you know, Playing, playing with her stuff. We all know that's not it, but yet he's sitting there getting attacked on, being called all sorts of violent misogynists, and I'm just like, y'all are some miserable bitches. Yeah. <laughs> like, but that's funny. It's still the reaction's funny. It's all funny. Yeah. That's like um, Ari Shafir yeah. does that all the time, doesn't he? he mocks funerals yeah. and deaths, yeah, which is ballsy. Death, you know, he'll shit on him. Yeah, it's ballsy. I mean, it. It definitely was unfortunate that it uh it backfired against him with the Kobe thing, just because you know. When I found out Kobe died, I was like, "Damn, that sucks." Kobe died. It was hours later that I found out his daughter was with him. Yeah, you know, and I feel like if if it was just Kobe, you know, he probably would have escaped it. But then it was just like, ah, oh, he had his kid with him too. Just eesh. yeah, not a thing. I don't know. I've still seen Ari uh, live in person since then. You know, it, it, it he's, I've, I I've, think Ari's pretty funny. I like Ari. I like Kurt Metzger. I think he's a funny dude. Mm -hmm. I'm a. I like Tim yeah. Dillon. 
I'm like you. I like Matt and Shane. They're pretty good. You're a Matt and Shane guy, you said? Oh, yeah, I'm a Matt and Shane guy. I, I mean, I, I I love using the, the slang that they have. You know, it's just... <laughs> you know, I... I I just like calling like a Japanese guy. I just call him a Tokyo partner. Like, I mean, come on now. It's 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 harmless. It's it's not it's just fun, you know. Oh yeah. The lads, the the urban youth, you know, come on. <laughs> no, it they're funny dudes. Giggle. Yeah. Yeah. Um but you know, I get annoyed because I'm old with the computer games and the crying. You know, Shane's always fucking crying <laughs> and I get annoyed. <laughs> Well, Matt's talking about his new age shit, and I'm like, "Shut the fuck up, man!" But it's, overall, it's very funny. And what yeah. what got you into comedy podcasts? Like, what was your pathway? Did you come through Rogan and then spread out, or uh, did you go your own way? Yeah, I I I actually I came through Rogan, and I stumbled onto Rogan very basically back when he was on YouTube and he was going live on YouTube. I was actually yeah. in HVAC school and they gave us all tablets and whatnot. While well, I was bored, I was on YouTube and I was like, oh, what's Joe Rogan doing? Because, you know, I remembered him from Fear Factor and whatnot. So, you know, I checked that out and that was when Tom and Bert were doing the weight loss challenge. So, you know, I kind of followed that. I listened to both Tom and Bert's podcast from that. And then Bert had the Legion of Skanks guys on. And yeah. I was just like, oh, shit, that's Big J Okerson. I remember him from being on Comic View way back in the day because I, I grew up watching Comic View and whatnot. So, you know, I've always known comedy was a thing. My mom brought me with her to the comedy club. Uh, fortunately, um, I can grow facial hair. So I've always <laughs> looked older than I and am. And you're tall. Yeah, and I'm tall. So people just. Because you, you have to be 21 over there. Is that right? Um, you have to be at least 16. Uh, you have oh. to be, uh, yeah, I think if I was going, I think it's at least 16 and you definitely have to be 21 to drink and there some comedians or venues can be okay. Now we're just 21 on and over only. Right. Cause in Australia and England, it's 18 to drink. Yeah. Well, I also found out that it was, uh, well, I mean, it was 18 to drink here as well for the longest time. Um, yeah. That changed in Reagan. That changed with Reagan. Uh, you're old enough to fight in a Reagan war, you're old Nixon. enough to drink. That's what I say. But You know, um, yeah, kind of that double standard. A, you're a man or not. Are you a fucking man or not? Exactly. You know, you, you tell me I can take a bullet for this country, but I can't have a beer? After yeah, that? fuck off with that shit. Yeah. Don't get me angry, um, Mark. There's a theory going out. No, no, no. There's just a theory going out that uh either Reagan or Nixon um added that, you know, if you didn't raise your drinking limit to 21, they weren't going to have they weren't going to give funding for like roads and shit. So naturally, every state was just like, okay, well, fuck this. We're not paying out of pocket for all this. So yeah, we, we'll we'll do this. And then they were also saying that that was to um, increase student debt, just because you know you're drinking at 18, so you don't. You're basically just drinking at home once you go. You don't actually have to go to college out of state to, 
you know, be away from your parents and drink. So, you know, you wouldn't need to take a loan or, or anything like that. So basically it was just a way to get more people in the debt. Maybe. But yeah, I mean, I, I also, I also like conspiracy theories, you know, unfortunately these past well, you, couple you years. You should a lot definitely of listen to the history homos because that's history okay. with conspiracy. I like it. I definitely like it. Um, that's good. I, I, I like a conspiracy, you know, you know, if you can put two and two together with, for, if you have compelling enough evidence, you know, it seems solid enough from a solid enough source and whatnot, you can probably get me on anything. Yeah, I don't know. I just except flat Earth. No, I'm not a flat Earth guy. I don't believe in chemtrails. Uh, but I just I don't believe in. I just like being left alone by the government. Just leave me the fuck alone. Yeah, that that would be a nice thing. So you're a big das, gas digital guy. Have you ever been to Skankfest? Yes, I've actually been to the last two Skankfests. Were there hot skanks there? There were a couple hot ones, yes. But they'd be mainly I at mean, Sausage Fest. It was... Def- okay, so when I went to Houston, it was definitely more of a Sausage Fest. Um, Vegas, it was a little bit more populated with the ladies, but I mean, still, I feel that podcasting is still male dominated and male in, in both terms of both hosts and listeners. I so, agree with that. you know, but men the, are funnier. The, the fans tend to skew male. Don't you think men are funnier? Unfortunately, that's, it's been, it's been proven that way, you know, um, there are definitely some funny women out there, but yeah, more but men day have day life, than women. Men have to be yeah. funny, but women have to be pretty. Yeah, that that's pretty much is what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The thing is, I, I don't like about the gas is oh. Lewis J Gomez saying doggy all the time. Fucking hate that doggy shit. Enough with the doggy. Bro, it's wild because there's a UPS driver who delivers to my job and he calls me doggy from time to time. Well, he calls me doggy pretty much every time he sees me. And I'm just like, is this a is this a thing with like maybe New York guys or maybe Puerto Ricans? Or like does he also subscribe to gas? And like I kind of don't want to ask him that because I don't I don't like him in general because you know he kind of fucks up our deliveries and it's uh, definitely frustrated me a couple times because I've had to look for things that I didn't have because he said we've had them and we haven't. Yeah. Um, so like I don't want to find out that he's also like uh, a I'd snap at him in a heartbeat just to be a jerk. Yeah. I'm like, you saying I'm a fucking dog man? And just to see him backpedal would be funny. <laughs> That's, That's just what, me. I mean, he's nice enough. So I, I, oh, I you're too it, kind, Mark. You're too kind. Oh, dude one of the one of the delivery drivers called me Big Daddy today. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. But just like I mean, I'm used to getting big as a nickname just because I'm a big, big guy. That but makes just sense. like. Yeah, but he called me Big Daddy today, and then 
um the 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 chick who works in the warehouse with us she was just like all right big daddy and i was just like you shut the fuck up you shut up right now <laughs> it's just like well, i don't need I've that going back in the warehouse. yeah on twitter <laughs> i've learned that like sexually a guy will say i'm gonna be your daddy and all this shit whereas that's unheard of here unheard of it's crazy or, or yeah, that's or pappy that like what the fuck is that shit I mean, that's some family incest shit it's it's definitely wild it, it, it's it's a little wild to me like i don't i don't get it myself also i'm not a father so that's why i'm a little bit more accepting of it because because like no one else calls me daddy so i don't have to worry about that yeah, um but it doesn't mean anything it's just you know i get annoyed easy i mean i've got yeah. five kids and don't call yeah. me fucking daddy <laughs> yeah so yeah maybe if i had someone to call me dad i'd be like eh, that's that's a little weird we might need to you know find a different word but yeah <laughs> like i said there's not really much that bothers me you know and if it does bother me i'm pretty quick to be like yo i don't really want to do that so yeah yeah, I just have silly shit that bothers me. Just stupid shit. Oh, so do I. So do I. But um, before we go, oh, I didn't even do the introduction. Fuck it. I wait till the end every time. <laughs> right, just, just pretend. Just pretend. Just be cool. Welcome back right. to the Brown Snake interview series. This week's guest is Mark. Welcome, Mark. How you doing, Brown Snakes? Pleasure to, pleasure to finally... Me finally too. hear your voice yeah i fuck this up all the yeah, time exactly. i get too carried away god damn it i quit oh, fuck. <laughs> i mean you know well I, like a the podcasts i like listening to the most they're just basically a conversation yeah me know. too yeah yeah it's it's yeah it's just funny just because you know it's mostly comedians and they're trying to be funny but you know it's just you know it's just you know, two dudes having a chat, you know, learning about each other, learning other things. You know? Yeah, I'm fascinated by other countries and cultural differences. And, you know, to mm. me, it's genuinely interesting to know about the other comedy fans that you see on Twitter. So that's what this is all about for me. Okay. So and then I think we've, I think me, we've achieved that goal. Yeah. And also this, this helps me out because I, I like accents. I don't have an accent, so, man. <laughs> what are you trying to say? You know, so any t- I'm just saying, anytime I get to talk to somebody from a different part of the world than than me, you know that that's that's cool for me because it's just like, all right, how do you sound? You know, what's your word for this? You know, how would you say that? You know, it's just yeah, that is interesting. I, like I, um, I the littlest things that just. Like you call, I think it's silento, what we call coriander. Just that little thing, you know, like, or what oh, you call yeah, them bell peppers exactly. and we call it capsicum. Mm hmm. So maybe yeah, it's a bit like, more, English. you know, I don't, yeah. And, you know, I never, like, like I told you, you know, earlier today, you know, I was having a bit of a shit day. That, that's not yeah. an American saying, you know, they say I have a bad day. I definitely picked that up from either you know, British or Australian television or something. We'd where, say I'm having know, a kind of a day. Yeah. 
so probably it was probably you know a bit of a bit of a english programming there because australia australians are very cunt centric mm-hmm. well whereas well, america is very fuck centric yeah well we fuck too like we like the fuck we're scum we just no no, no like i mean we no we use fuck like you guys use cunt yeah right the fuck's yeah, too it's, soft you know it's a noun it's, of too, the... it's too cute <laughs> I mean, we're a harsh land I mean, yeah you could say that yeah was, exactly i was like that hard t just kind of it does something yeah my <laughs> wife doesn't often say and when she does i know she hates that bitch <laughs> which makes yeah, me that's, laugh that's generally how it's that's generally how it's used here because here it can be oh, friendly you know like oh my mate he's the funniest cunt and that's a term of endearment. Mm-hmm. Anyway, exactly. What are you gonna do? I gotta wrap it up because the cricket's starting, and uh, my life Ooh, is nice. cricket. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be good. All right, no problem. So, so follow uh, Mark on Twitter. What's got your the cricket? Um, I've got what's the your, what do you call it? Your at? What's your uh, um? Let me, what do you call that? Let me open the app up. Uh, it's I guess the at the handle. I guess. Yeah, the handle maybe. But I don't know. Yeah, it's actually it's T H A D R K N E S. Like for some reason I spelled darkness without an A and the without the E and just like Because you're edgy, yeah. man. Yeah, follow yeah. Mark on Twitter. I used to go by Blackmark on Twitter. Yeah. And now you're no longer uh, black. I used to go by Blackmark on Twitter. It's just Mark. Uh, nah, just I don't know. It felt it felt a little redundant. Who knows? I might I might pick it back up. But you know, it's uh, it's funny because you know I kind of have to introduce myself as that because people you know remember me like like that that because I went to a comedy show yesterday and you know you know I went and I introduced myself to the comedian and I was like Black Mark and he was just like oh oh yeah because you know he's I've met him at Skank Fest you know we've run into each other a couple times so it's just you know. Yeah, it becomes it's your identity. One of those things that stick. Yeah. But I mean, right. I'm always either the black mark or the big mark. So it is what it is. Big black mark. Go all in. Exactly. <laughs> all right. Thanks for coming on the show, Mark. I appreciate it. All right. No problem, Brown Snake. You have a good one. All right. You too, mate. Bye. Like that's what the world needs another podcast. That's right. From two comedians. Yeah, yeah my mom has a fucking podcast. <laughs>